0: Greetings and welcome back to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast, episode number 21, talking about promotional products, what you need to know about promo products for your brand on behalf of your business, etc. I brought in Andrea of Rocket Science Branding. She is truly the expert in this category. And we talked about all kinds of cool brainstorm ideas for creating promotional products that don't suck and collect dust in the back of your desk drawer or the top of your closet, but things that actually create brand love and brand loyalty in a way that'll keep people coming back to your business. Enjoy the episode. Mm is my aesthetic. Branding, marketing, entrepreneurship. You're listening to the Kiss My Aesthetic Podcast. I'm your host, brand designer, creative, and social media junkie, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co., and I'm here to share strategies, hacks, and know-how on branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship for the online-minded small business owner. In this podcast, I'll be sharing interviews, solo episodes, and even more to help you up-level your brand by turning your visions into visuals and connecting with your ideal audience online. Let's get to today's episode hey kiss my aesthetic i've got andrea of rocket science branding and we've got tons of good information to talk about and all your designers out there we're going to talk about how to actually prep files so that they turn out well when you get promotional products printed because i'm sure everyone's had that happen either for themselves or a client where things go sideways because the files weren't prepped right so we'll touch on all of that but for anybody that doesn't know you, Andrea, can you please introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, who you help, and how you help them?
1: Yeah. So I'm Andrea with Rocket Science Branding. We are a Southern California boutique branded merch agency. Gosh, who I am, what we do, what we do. <laughs> um, what we do. We are specialists in branded merchandise in that we approach it from the opposite end. Instead of starting with a product, we start with what's your messaging, what's your culture, what's your goal? What are you trying to achieve with this merch before you even purchase anything? And sometimes that means, you know, I don't think that a promotional product is the right thing for you to purchase. And yes, I actually have said that before um that's what we do we help you actually use products to tell the right story to tell your story about your company your agency not about the product what else michelle what do you want to know
0: so how do people how at what point in the process of someone's business do they work with you when would they be seeking out promotional products
1: Okay, so promotional products really start to integrate into a business strategy. When you are past the initial brand development stage, you already know your colors, you know your logo, you know your keywords, you know your value proposition. You know why your business belongs in the marketplace and what you do better than anybody else. And so now it's about one of two things, actually one of three things. Promotional products really start to make sense when you are a growing brand awareness and you want people to see your logo at times when they might not be using your products. Um, promotional products really make sense when you are trying to engage your team and create a sense of community internally. Or promotional products really make a lot of sense when you are trying to engage externally. So your past brand awareness, but now you've got brand fans, people that really believe in your brand, believe that you do what you do better than anybody else out there. And they want to wear your swag. They want to use your swag. They want other people to see what they have. So those are the three places where promotional products really make
0: sense. And you're speaking my language here because I think in the branding marketing world with my clients, what I try to help them identify is how can you present yourself in front of your ideal client in a way that they want to interact with you because you align with their core values. So the perfect example of this in the brand questionnaire side of things is like, does your ideal client drink Starbucks coffee or do they drink local coffee where they know the name of the barista? Because just in that sentence, I know something about that client based on their very slight difference in coffee preference, right? Mm -hmm. Another way Mm -hmm. you could think about this is if your brand or your business was a boutique hotel, or if it was a party, what kind of music would be playing? What food would you be serving? What would people have to say about it? And crafting that whole experience, because I think now, more than ever, people crave belonging to that community. And like you're saying about you want to wear that logo with pride, because it symbolizes something more than just the transaction
1: yes you are past the transactional phase you are on to brand cultivation you are on to community and we call that brand love that's what that is it's when you believe in the brand behind the product it's not just a generic product
0: Absolutely. So on Instagram Live, which anybody that missed that, it is saved as an IGTV on my Instagram, MKW Creative Co. We rattled off a bunch of examples for some brands that I'm working on recently, including my mom's interior design business. We talked about the real estate businesses I'm helping out with. We talked about Austria astoundance and her spirit reading business. And we talked about Glow um, with skincare. Mm-hmm. So that covers a lot of industries. But for anyone watching live who wants like real-time feedback on some promotional product ideas for their business, Let's rattle those off in the comments too. I would love to pick your brain about what you think maybe the Kiss My Aesthetic community might want. How if I approached you as a client, I am going to be a creative co brand designer with a community and a podcast. How would you approach sourcing promotional products for my business?
1: So I think that why people are a part of your organization is because they love the community. They love the vibe. I would not go with traditional promotional products. I would go with sassy, fun, really targeted messaging. You know, there are there are some Instagram profiles too of like things designers say or graphic artist life, you know, and exactly it's, I think those are the things that'll really resonate with your community because it's about what brings the people together. So just thinking from a perspective of some of your design lives go Mm -hmm. super late at night at like Uh 10 o'clock at night and we're watching you design things. The reality is is it's not just you designing at that hour. We're all up at that hour watching you do what you do while we're doing what we do, which means there is a whole bunch of people that are up at 11 o'clock at night working. What do we want to do if we're up working at 11 o'clock at night? We want to be comfortable. They're, I mean, one leads to the other. It's very symbiotic. Totally. So we need wine tumblers that are insulated, especially right now. We're having a heat wave this weekend. Uh-huh. I'm not looking forward to this hundred degree weather. I know the people in Phoenix and Texas are like 100 degrees. Pssh. Yeah, well, no, no, thank you. <laughs> but I want that insulated wine tumbler. I want to keep my sangria cold. Uh-huh. Um, I want fuzzy socks when it gets uh-huh. to winter time because I am freezing and it's 11 o'clock at night and I have to work on. I don't have to. I'm excited to work on this project. I want to be comfortable. I want I want boxer shorts that hey. say kiss my aesthetic, if that's yeah. all right with you. That sounds um, great. I'd really love to have that. I would love to have some blue light glasses. Also about things that are brand developing for you. So if I am a member of Kiss My Aesthetic, I am likely going to other design conferences as well and meeting with other designers and networking in my industry. Maybe I'm going to inbound. Maybe I'm going to social media week. I would love to have a really cute journal that other people would see out there and be like, Ooh, that's a cute journal. And then that's brand development for kiss my aesthetic. Um, It's, you know, the things that we integrate into our daily lives. So when you're really giving a promotional product away, when you are creating a retail store for your brand, think about what do your people use? What do they want What would they actually buy for themselves or buy as gifts for people? And those are the items that you give away or that you sell. So everything comes from this gifting perspective. Everything comes from a, what would you actually want and appreciate and cherish and hang on to? And I wanna give a quick example if I can. It's not even something, yeah, it's not even something that I think is especially exciting. It's a beach towel.
0: I have a beach
1: towel in my house that I've had since, I kid you not, 2008. Yep. I know it because I started this job in 2007. Not this job, another job in 2007. And I remember for Administrative Professionals Day in 2008, we got beach towels. And the only reason this is so vivid in my head is because around my house, we have dogs. And when it's a rainy day or the dogs come in and they're a little dirty, I always say, grab that Halo towel, please, because they're gross. And I refer to it by the gifter's name.
0: The mm. logo on it says
1: Halo. Okay. So, I mean, think about that brand awareness, how many times I've used that towel in over 10 years and how I refer to that towel. It's functional, it's useful, it integrates into my life because if I wasn't using that towel, I'd be using a different towel. And that's what you're after. When you are creating your promotional products campaign, you are after what are those products that they're going to be using and may as well be your product that they're using.
0: Absolutely. No, I think this brings up a great point. And we talked about creating those moments to like delight, surprise, and I'm even going to say elevate the brand experience. So someone may be coming to you and most of my service based business owners are like coaches, interior designers, yoga instructors, and, and they're coming to you for something and then to have there be this extra layer of wow, you really paid attention to me and gave me something that I could use and and that I love to use and I love to tell everyone about, like that's such a great extension of what you're already bringing to the table. And you're creating Mm -hmm. buzz. I think it's creating um, this beautiful moment for user-generated content, which as a social media marketer is everything. Like having Mm -hmm. people want to post you on their stories because they love what they they got in the mail, um, Mm -hmm. snail mail style, or they got that great grab-worthy package on their front. Like you were saying in your your, uh, neighborhood, seeing what all your neighbors have on their doorsteps as far as AM. Amazon boxes yep. go, and knowing he's got HelloFresh and this house is a Blue Apron house
1: or whatever. Yep. And that's all because they do packaging. That's mm-hmm. all because of the boxes. It's the only reason I know that they're getting Blue Apron and the other person's getting Freshly is because that's what the boxes say. When I go walk my dogs in the afternoon, I see mm-hmm. the boxes
0: mm-hmm. and I'm not mm-hmm. like
1: being the nosy neighbor. I just they're big, colorful, beautiful designs and I can't help but notice.
0: Yes, exactly. And that's really where the design part comes into play. Mm -hmm. So the Facebook group is Majority Designers Marketers. What are some of the things that you need, because you work with designers quite often, to Mm -hmm. make sure that the promotional products turn out? Because they can, on some of them, be pretty expensive per piece. Yes. Depending on, especially when you're dealing with limited quantities, if you are a small business, you're only ordering 50 of something or 100 of something, you're not doing a run of 25000 then getting that price per piece cost down obviously you want the printing to turn out the way you intend it the first go. (laughs) So how can designers better prep their clients and their files for a successful promotional products campaign?
1: Okay. So the number one thing is that we print vector outlined art. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what vector means. Vector does not mean that you went to Photoshop And you saved it as a vector file. It sometimes works, it sometimes doesn't. The best vector art is created in Adobe Illustrator and it is created as vector. Vector means lines and paths. So think back to high school geometry when you would calculate um, the angle of something or the degrees of a curve, that's what it is. And the reason this works, the reason it's important is because it's scalable. So I can print that same logo on a half inch by two inch space on a pen, and then I can blow it up and make you a billboard, Uh or I can make a, a giant canopy tent. With that mm-hmm. same art file. And you want that, by the way. I don't, I don't want you to create 50 art files because one, that's annoying. Two, it's time consuming. It's not a good use of your time. Number three, it creates opportunities for inconsistency. Take away the opportunities for inconsistency. Mm-hmm. So when you've got one art file and it's created the right way, then we can use it everywhere. So number one is vector. Okay. Make sure everything is vector and that's that's the actual illustration part of it. The second thing is put, converting your fonts to outlines. Mm-hmm. Outlines means that they are no longer a font file. It's not an open type font or a true type font. It is now lines shapes. and paths. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. they're shapes, exactly. So we want that because, again, it's scalable and you can see it on any kind of computer. So with fonts, if I don't have your font, I can't open your font. I can't see it the way that you intended it to be. With vectors, it doesn't matter. I can see it. You can save it as a PDF and I will see what you intended. The next thing is thinking about the number of colors that you're using. When we print, most of the time it's screen printing, which means that we're making a screen setup and we're printing each color one at a time. So if you use eight colors in your design, that means that we have to print the item eight Eight times times. and make eight setups. It's going to cost your customer a lot. So now if you say, listen, there's a value to this. We're really into diversity. We're really into color. We need all eight colors. I respect that. I get that. Make sure you provide a one color option because if your client's on a budget, maybe they're and maybe two. Think about the experiences your client has, maybe they have venture capital funding and you're like, listen, I know you just got a series A of $2 million. I know that this is not about the cost for the brand. It could be that they're donating product. They're donating for a charity event, for a fun run, and they're already donating a really good product. Maybe they don't want to spend so much money on the print.
0: Right. And I think that this comes back to this as designers, we have to pay attention to this in the beginning of the process. This is why mm -hmm. it's so important to design in black and white first. And it's really easy. And I think I see a lot of new designers fall into this trap of like, oh, I'm going to add this special effect and this drop shadow and these gradients and these color tones. And that's great. And it looks awesome digitally. But as soon as you try to put that into one color, you've lost the integrity of the design completely. So also yeah. I think that's important why you can't just have one version of your logo. And we started yeah. kind of talking about this on Instagram is if you have one version of your logo and it's horizontal, that's great. As Soon as you got to scale that down or make it vertical or crop it, or do it on something like a tag in the back of your shirt or whatever, then are you going to lose the integrity, the readability, the, the recognizability of your logo when it is small? So having a submark or having an expanded or alternate version of your logo is so helpful for this kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Having the different versions in terms of a horizontal versus a square versus a vertical layout. Um, I think also too, one thing that I really, I know a good brand designer or a good thoughtfully created Design guide. When I look at the guide, number one, there's a guide. If I, if I'm asking (laughs) for your brand guide and there is no guide and, and your people are like, Oh, we don't, we don't, we weren't provided that. I Mm. think that says something. Number one, because it's really a brand guide can just be a couple pages in a PDF that have the different logo variations that identify the CMYK RGB PMS hex codes for all of the color systems the colors in the logo it identifies the fonts Um, sometimes we have to create additional taglines for our clients and i ask well what font should we use i want it to match the the name of your company and they don't know so um, we end up using something generic like Arial when it could have Mm -hmm. been something fantastic so list what those things are another thing in the brand style guide that i love to see and i think that this is so thoughtful is when you consider a print size so one of the elements of a good guide to me says, if you are printing something and you're, you're measuring the dimensions in feet, for example, a beach towel or a billboard, remember vector right. art. If you're printing a beach towel, then use this file version. If you are printing, let's say a journal and you've got a three inch by four inch Imprint area, then use this version. It's got a couple of those extra lines taken out. If you are printing a pen and you've got a half inch by a half inch or, you know, it's going on the top of the pen. It's just an emblem. Use this other alternate version and it's using just the emblem, just the logo mark only. You're not using the word mark. So right. have those different variations. So that way we can be consistent for you. We don't want to, you, you, you can't build brand awareness. When you've got multiple logo variations with no consistency and especially with larger organizations that are then going to have multiple buyers, don't, don't create the opportunity for them to be inconsistent off
0: brand. Yeah. I always think of that when, when we think of like franchisees. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've been walking around in the neighborhoods or whatever strip malls and you see somebody that like forgot to outline their fonts. And it's so obvious that they're using Myriad Pro as like their website, their www, right? So for us in the marketing and branding space, it's become so obvious when the wrong or when not the appropriate file types are provided. And I think now you've got to have been extra busy with COVID going on. I know there's kind of a shift in promotional products of what people are sourcing, because I know everybody wants to do masks now. Mm -hmm. Masks and hand sanitizers and wipes and and clean cleanliness things. So where are you seeing some of the trends in promotional products head? And what are um, maybe some of your favorite and least favorite products?
1: Okay, so... In terms of masks and promotional items in that way, the masks are really popular. What I'm seeing a lot of is companies are printing just the logo, just the design, and they're not doing the full word mark. They're not including um, everything about the company. Like, so right. a lot of times a logo will include a tagline. It'll include the actual business name. And they're not always including that on the masks because you've really only got this little space covering your face, right? We also avoid printing right over the nose and the mouth. You want to, even though the inks are safe, they've been tested, they're lead free, they're child per, child safe and everything. And we do all those testings or all those tests. You still don't want to restrict. You don't want an extra layer of ink on a, on your face. So with the masks, we're seeing a lot of just the emblem on one side. In terms of products in general, With everybody working from home now, one of the things that we're doing a lot more of is drop shipping kits. So Mm -hmm. that means that we've got, we're maybe creating a custom box, or if that's not part of the budget, we can absolutely use a standard brown box, but maybe then we'll add stickers to it just to make it a little bit more fun. So tip for you guys, if you guys are, if your clients are asking about custom packaging and you maybe know that it's not a part of the budget, talk to them about doing custom stickers. Stickers tape. are way, tape also, but yeah. stickers are more versatile because then True. you can use it on other things. You can give them as giveaways. Stickers are my favorite item to donate because they're small. They don't cost a lot to ship to a location, to an event site. They are easy to package with other things. And I just think that it's one of those things that if you don't use it, you'll give it to your neighbor child or you'll give it to your own kid or you'll give it to your niece or nephew. And that then goes back to how you design your stickers, make them interesting, make them fun, make them something somebody wants to use. So we actually have a sticker sheet. You know, what? I've got one right here. It's four by six and our sticker sheet only has one sticker with our logo. Everything yep. else is completely about having fun, exciting. We even got a little Pantone book. So if you're a designer, you know, but it's their messages and words that apply in every situation. So anyways, Going back to those kits, we might have a custom box, we might use a regular box, um, a standard box with some stickers on it. And then going inside might be a journal, might be a coffee mug. One thing we're seeing is with companies that want to do virtual happy hours or virtual coffee breaks, they're sending out a package of coffee and a coffee mug to their people. Love it. And then there's a little note card and they're saying, can't wait to have coffee together. Can't wait to connect. Like we used to go to Starbucks together. Happy hours, you know, we just did some and they're, They've got snacks in there. They've got wine tumblers in there. And everybody gets together on Zoom at the same time and has a drink together, celebrates. It's it's really about creating the engagement, creating the connection and trying to marry what we used to have and what we're used to that connection in person with the fact that we're all separated. So we are remotely connecting more than we're socially distanced. We're not apart from one another if we don't want that we can just connect in a different way
0: and there's so much meaning that you can bake into something real and physical and tangible especially Mm -hmm. now you know knowing Mm -hmm. that that becomes part of your experience of working with that brand or your experience of of working for that company, like you're saying, like something that's even internal that are between staff members and creating that sense of community and brand storytelling. It's the thoughtfulness that's really the theme here mm-hmm. and uh, intention. And I think attention to detail in a way that's brand consistent. Those, I Absolutely. guess, would be the biggest the biggest takeaways that we discussed. So This has been amazing. We're getting great feedback in the Facebook group. I think people are absolutely going to want to connect with you. So where can they do that? And uh, yeah, get started on getting some promotional products.
1: Okay, so company name is Rocket Science Branding or rocketsciencebranding.com. You can find us on Instagram at Rocket Science Branding, on Facebook at Rocket Science Branding. Finding us isn't rocket science. I know that's cheesy. I'm sorry. I have to go <laughs> But uh, rocket science branding, that's what we do. We take the complicated and we make it pretty and we've, we're thoughtful about it. We're here in Southern California. We ship nationally easily. We have some international capabilities in Europe and in South and Central America. Let us know how we can support you. Then also for all your Kiss My Aesthetic folks, we've got a first free setup. So your first Ooh. order with us, will have a free setup.
0: Amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time as always. And come hang out with us in the Facebook group. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're listening to this as a podcast. And um, create some killer promo products with Andrea. Yay! Thanks. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. Bye. Catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. For more information, please visit mkwcreative.co slash kmapod or follow along on every social media channel at mkwcreative.co. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group by the same name, Kiss My Aesthetic, and to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Catch you next time.